0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. If you have ever wondered of a new way, a fresh way to connect with your partner on a deeper level to deepen that connection in your relationship, um, this is the episode for you. We are going to talk about two foundational keys to a conversation that you need to have in order to have a fruitful conversation a conversation that brings that deeper authentic connection. And that is ultimately life changing. When you hear about how to handle this, how to handle not only a deeper conversation, but how to handle conflict, you will not look at conflict the same way again. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. Tell me what you think about it. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Regina Boyd, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist and Licensed Mental Health Counselor, and your host of the Connecting Out Loud podcast. Here we talk about connections with our families as they relate to our mental health and Catholic faith, all while connecting you with those you love the most. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Let's dive in. Hey guys, how you doing? Okay, so today we're gonna talk about how to have life-changing conversations with your spouse. And trust me, this is going to be incredibly valuable for any type of conversation you might have, especially if it's something about a conflict or a heavy-duty disagreement. Now, the first thing we need to think about, though, is um, some other things that are important to have a really productive and Um, beautiful conversation with your spouse and I think first you want to be talking about something that matters to you that is incredibly important and that you find valuable and as an aside I would hope that you know even if it's something that your spouse or your partner brings to you that you're not as interested in hopefully that would qualify as something interesting to you still even if it might be a topic that, you know, you're not as excited about, but because it comes from your beloved, that should automatically be something that is of interest to you. So, or should at least matter to you, um, that their heart matters to you. And so if it matters, that's gonna help you have a pretty eventful and productive conversation the other piece that we need in order to have a really powerful conversation is some vulnerability we have to be willing to go there and open up and share whatever is on our hearts and our minds we have a lot of things going on internally for us whether that's spiritual spiritually our interior life mentally emotionally we have that inner monologue that goes on through our heads throughout the day and being able to check in and being willing to share what's on our hearts and what's on our minds and being willing to be vulnerable about our thoughts, our desires and whatnot. So talking about something that matters to you and being vulnerable are two keys to at least starting the conversation. Now, here's where we get to the interesting part. A lot of times um, when couples need to have a productive conversation, What happens sometimes is there's conflict and usually uh, shutting down or ending the conversation because somebody gets defensive or overwhelmed or frustrated with whatever the other person might be bringing into the conversation. A lot of times there are topics that couples talk about that we call gridlock and it's just that issue that no matter what you do, you're going to butt heads and you can't seem to get to an agreement about it. And a lot of times when conflict is painful or conflict that is in gridlock results from a dream that is also um, in conflict. So a conversation that's gridlocked that you guys can't seem to agree on equates to a dream of someone's being in conflict as well. What do I mean by that? A lot of times we think that we're having a conversation about a particular topic. for example, um, should we buy a new car or something like that? We think we're having a conversation about a topic, about the budget, a new car, but when things get into a gridlock issue when we're not able to have that conversation and we, neither person is budging and everything, we just can't seem to find an agreement, the reality of what's happening in that conversation is there. you're talking about dreams, you're talking about underlying values within that context. And that is why people can become defensive. So a key here in order to have that life-changing conversation with your spouse is to create a sense of safety. And that's why vulnerability is so important because Our dreams are so closely tied to who we are at our core of how we identify as a person sometimes, or just what stories we tell ourselves about us. And if you notice someone becoming really defensive in the conversation, you and your partner are going back and forth and there's some defensiveness happening, that could be a sign that someone is trying to protect that underlying dream, that underlying value that they hold so dear. And so we wanna use vulnerability and creating a sense of safety in order to encourage that conversation, to draw that dream out and let them know that you're really here and that you're somebody who is safe to share that with. wouldn't want to um, know what their spouse's dreams are ultimately we want to be helping each other achieve our dreams and that's the tricky part when you get into an argument or you know back and forth type of conflict or debate you know heated debate something like that is sometimes we get caught up in the idea of winning but here's the problem if there's if you're really arguing about an underlying dream or value and if you end up being the person who wants to win that argument, then you risk crushing your spouse's dreams. You could crush something that they're trying to fight for. And so in order to avoid that, you want to take that step back instead of crushing the dream. One way to avoid um, being in that position of accidentally crushing your spouse's dreams is to hear them out. So I'm going to lead you through some steps of how to do that exactly, because it is really tough. Um, and I know it sounds a little dramatic, but it's so true when we get to that piece about the underlying values and meanings behind what we're talking about. So I'm gonna give you an example. Here's how you're gonna have this conversation. You're gonna take turns being speaker and listener. And the speaker's job is to be really open and honest and clear about what you need. Clarity is very important, but also being open and honest and being willing to be vulnerable. The listener's job is to provide that sense of safety and both of you need to agree to not try to solve the issue at all, especially when the conflict is high, there's tension and you're gridlocked and you know you're not getting to that agreement, that place of agreement. You need to agree to have this conversation without coming to a resolution, without solving the problem. The sole purpose of the conversation at this point in time is to get to the heart of what the dreams are and what that underlying value is behind it. And so the listener's job is purely to ask questions and get more understanding about what the speaker is trying to share. So for example, say there's a debate about um, whether or not we should buy a cabin in the mountains or you know a, a vacation home on the beach or something like that and so Usually, and a lot of times, a couple will start having a conversation about this, like, oh, you know, what's a dream you have? Oh, well, I'd really love to have that cabin um, in the mountains. And the other person immediately interjects and says, well, you know, we can't do that. That's we're not at the right time. We have some other things we already agreed we would accomplish first. And then the person with the dream says, well, fine, I won't talk about it then. Great, (laughs) you know. So I won the argument. But what you don't realize is that you've again, gotten at the core of a dream that your spouse has. And so before giving that type of response of saying, hey, we agreed we were gonna accomplish some things first, the listener's job is to uh, hold off on some of those types of statements and really ask some more questions and some understanding about that to really get to the heart of what your spouse or your beloved might be trying to share with you. So what are some questions That you can be asking to get to the heart of that. Just a simple tell me more about what a cabin would mean to you. Um, Is there any point in your childhood where this comes from or somewhere from your past where the idea of having a cabin in the mountains was important? And you never know that question could elicit an answer like, well yeah when I was little my grandfather used to take me up to his cabin all the time in the summers and I have such fond memories Of being close to him and um, just really learning how to fish and you know I love fishing and that was just so important to me and I just really want to be able to provide that for our family those types similar types of experiences and so when we ask questions like that now we've gone from you know random idea of like you know my spouse wanting random cabin in the woods to uh, a deeper meaning of connection, family, closeness, a loved one, a grandfather who symbolized connection and um, learning a skill like fishing that they end up loving. And so there's um, lots of symbolism behind that. You could ask, you know, what would be your ideal dream in this situation? Is there a story behind this for you? What feelings do you have about it? Uh, Tell me why this is so important for you. So when you're in that listener role really making sure you're asking those questions To draw the dream out and it also lets your beloved know that it's safe to share those dreams And when we can put that lens over the conversation that's where the magic happens and that's when you have those truly life-changing conversations because now you know that you're no longer having a conversation about should we make this large purchase or not the conversation is more about the symbolism behind the purchase and that makes all the difference if you had known that from the beginning I bet your approach to that conversation, if you had known that about their heart and what was on their heart in that conversation, I bet your approach to that conversation would be so much different, knowing that that was really what was behind it from all along. So taking that time to sit together and really be in those speaker-listener roles and making sure that you guys are getting to the heart of that meeting and getting past that gridlock And um, again, remembering if you win, that risks crushing somebody's heart and dream. And we don't want to do that. So uh, let me know if you have any questions. Uh, I hope that was helpful to you and can't wait to talk to you next time. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find more Connecting Out Loud content on our Facebook and Instagram pages. As always, I appreciate each and every review. So if you can take some time to rate and review this show, I read each one and I love hearing from you. Be intentional and connect out loud.